Good morning. I'm on my way to work and I wanted to talk a little bit about our book discussion that we had last night. Not specifically like what we talked about, but the topic of conversation was The Second Agreement from Don Miguel Ruiz's Four Agreements. So every week we are covering a new agreement in the book. So um, anyway, last night's, and I, I think if you're listening to this, everyone should read this book, really. It's recommended by a lot of counselors, therapists, psychiatrists, like different church groups I've heard of recommend it. Um, so I'll start a little bit by talking about what the beginning of the book explains so it all kind of makes sense. So the point of the four agreements is that we all have different agreements that we've made with ourselves. From starting out at a very young age, we were domesticated. We were told what to think or how to react to things, what to believe, like a religious system. Um, We didn't even choose our name. We didn't choose the language we speak, nothing. I mean, everything was already decided for us. How to behave in society, like everything that we do was something that was like we were taught. Um, And of course, like most parents do the best that they can. And I'm not saying that like the things that we were told to believe are wrong because that's, that's not what it's about. Um, but through your life, different people tell you different things and maybe you believe them and they're not true. Like maybe someone called you stupid and somehow that still has stuck with you and you struggle with that one time that someone said that. And then you like kind of think that you might be dumb. Um, So the point of the four agreements is taking like a mental inventory, a mental checklist of the agreements that you have with yourself and getting rid of fear-based agreements. So it's not to like disregard everything that you've ever known. It's just realizing what's true and what's not because a lot of the agreements that we have they're not even real. They're something that someone else projected onto us that we believed. And when we believe things, we make it an agreement in our life. Um, the book also talks about how, like, we have a lot of agreements that contradict each other. So, like, it's just that's why you have to take the mental inventory and figure out who you really are and what you really believe. Um, The first agreement talks about being impeccable with your word. I've kind of already done a little discussion on that. Um, So I I think I'll just get right into the second one. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. And I'm not, I don't have the book in front of me at the moment because I'm driving to work. But basically it's that nothing that anybody says or does to you has anything to do with you. Everything that other people do, it's all about them. And it's the Sorry, I just got a phone call in the middle of that. But, um, so nothing that other people say or do has anything to do with you. It's all about them. And it's the same thing 
it's just people's human nature is it's it's all about them like we're all living in our own world my world is different than your world like everybody is in their own little world that's about them um so not taking anything personally I think you know I've heard people say well that's easy like I I don't do that I don't and and it kind of goes deeper than being like well yeah I don't care what other people think about me like I don't care if they like my hair or not. I'm going to have my hair the way that that I want it. But it really goes deeper than that. Um, I think that when you start to realize that things that people do really have nothing to do with you and they're, they're about them, you can really live, at least for me, like a life of more freedom. I'm not saying that like I've mastered this agreement or any of them, but... I think that once I've brought the awareness to it, when different situations arise, I just go, oh, well, you know, that, uh, that doesn't have to do with me. That has to do with them. Like, they're just not aware of it and, and move on. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a situation, like, if I needed a friend, like, I did have this situation where I wanted some people to support me in something and, they didn't want to. Um, I, I just was easily like maybe in the past it would be hard for me, but, um, I was able to go, well, you know, like whatever reason it is that they don't want to do whatever, that's their thing. Like it doesn't have to do with me. And I think I feel like such a sense of freedom and like, I don't have to worry about stuff all the time. I, I mean, some people, everybody has their own agreement that they struggle with the most. I think that this is one that's been harder for me. Um, am I totally impeccable with my word? That's the first agreement. No, I'm not. Nobody's ever going to be perfect at any of them, but I don't have as hard of a time with that as I do with the second agreement. And I know people that are the other way around, like they really struggle with the first agreement. Um, the first agreement I found is like, you don't always have to say something. It's not always about being impeccable with your word, but sometimes you can just be silent. Like you don't always have to give an opinion or, you know, because if you don't say anything, then you don't risk the chance of not being impeccable. (laughs) So that one for me, I'm just like, well, I just won't say anything. (laughs) Like, um, so I wanted to think about my notes, but I don't have them because I'm driving. But, you know, you just really can live a life of freedom when you don't worry. I used to struggle a lot with like, and I know other people that don't have a hard time with this, but I just always felt the need, and I still struggle with, and I have to remind myself, but I always felt the need to have to be able to figure other people out. I mean, I would spend hours trying to figure people out, like, daily, and, and, like, oh, I can't understand, why would they do that, how could they do that, like, how could they do that to me, um, I can't believe they would say that, I can't believe they would do that, like, don't they know how much they hurt me, or, you know, and then I realized, like, how much time I was devoting to something I was never gonna figure out, because I'm never gonna get in someone's head and know, Um, because like I said, like we're all just living in our own world. I'm never going to figure out why people do the things that they do. And that's just, 
I'm always trying to figure out, like, well, how could they do that? I would never do that. Well, they don't have the same agreement system as I do. So, yeah, nobody's ever going to do anything the way that you would do them. Um, so, yeah, I've stopped trying to figure out, like, I don't have to have an answer to every situation. Like, if someone doesn't want to do something or doesn't treat me the way that I think that they should, I'm just like, well, you know, that's about them. Like, they don't, they don't know. Like, they're, it's just about them. And I think that, you know, my days have been better because of it. Um, you know, and the same thing goes in the book, and this is a hard one to wrap your head around at first, and I'm just kind of now getting it is that, like, even when someone gives you a compliment, that's not about you, that's about them. Like, if they're like, oh, you're so beautiful, or so smart, you know, that's about them. And a lot of people don't understand this one, and I now have, like, a new interpretation of what that means. I, th- I think that we all like to get compliments. It's nice, like, it's nice if my husband gives me a compliment. I like that. And I don't think that... Don Miguel is saying in the book that you should just disregard any compliment anyone gives you because it doesn't matter. Because you can very much get into a black hole in this book and be like, well, nothing's real. Like, nothing that they say is real because it's really about them, so nothing anyone says to me is real. It's very easy to get into this, like, snowball effect of, like, you just feel like uh, nothing is real. (laughs) It's true. But my new interpretation of this statement is that I don't think he's saying that you can't accept a compliment or think that it's nice. Because, you know, it is nice. Like at work, if someone tells you that you did a great job on something, that's nice. Um, and, and I feel that when I give someone a compliment, it really is a genuine compliment that I mean. So it, it's not like, oh, I'm just saying it, but I, I'm saying it for myself. I don't really mean it. I think that what the book is saying is it's okay to get a compliment, but you have to make the agreement with yourself that you don't, even though you accept the compliment, you're not relying on that validation from other people. So again, it's not that you can't accept a compliment or give a compliment to someone else or think it's nice when your husband or wife or what, whoever gives a compliment. It's just knowing if they say, he says it in the book, oh, you're so wonderful. It's okay that someone told you that you're wonderful. The thing that you have to know on your own is that you're, you know, you're wonderful. You don't need another person to tell you that it's okay if they do, but you have to know it to be true for you and not look to other people and trust in other people for validation of who you are, um, if that makes sense. So it's just not needing the validation from someone else. Um, so that's, that's one point because it is negative and positive taking things personally. Like it's okay to be like, oh, wow, thanks, but don't, don't, you know, put a lot of value into that because really what other people think it doesn't matter. You know, you have to do what's best for your life. I mean, it comes down to like, even worrying about what your parents think, or, you know, um, like a teacher or boss or what, you know, you have to do the best thing for you in your life. Um, you know, I can't, 
can't really think of anything else to say on this. Um, I just, you know, he says at the end of the chapter that when you can live this way, you can, you can fully live with your heart open because you know, and you know, okay, I'm switching gears here. It is hard if, you know, someone that you truly love tells you something really mean or does something mean. It hurts. Like, and it, it is, that's where it's hard to apply the book in like real life situations. He even says in the book, if someone shoots you in the head, it's nothing about you, it's about them. And that's like a very extreme way to look at it. Like if someone, you know, shot you, you're going to take it pretty personally. Um, so that's where it's hard to really apply the book. But, you know, um, I guess what he's saying there is like, if someone you love they tell you something and it really hurts you there's a part of you that somewhat kind of believes it what they're saying so you just have to you know not put the value in what other people say if you if you don't take things personally and and you are very strong in your agreements with yourself what other people say and do to you is not going to affect you because you don't have any belief like in what they are saying this allows you to be able to live with your heart open and kind of like a carefree way because you know that you're not going to be affected. It is what it is. Like, you know, people are going to do what they're going to do. What you can change is the way that you react to it. That's the only thing that we have control over. What the way that we react to things that come our way, because the world is not going to change. Things are still going to happen that, you know, we could take personally, we're still going to say things that aren't going to be, like, impeccable, but if you become aware of it and kind of make it an intention, you start to have less of a reaction to what's going on around, and then to a certain extent, because I've read this three times now, so it's really starting to sink in, I definitely don't think that this book is something you should just read once and then like put it down and never think about it again. You know, it's like a once a year, twice a year type of book to read. I mean, to really get it. Um, as many books are, um, but when you start to, here's the part that I struggle with. It's like, after having read it three times, I find myself kind of like in a world surrounded by people that really don't get this (laughs) and so that's a struggle too but then you just have to go it's okay they're not aware they're not aware you notice how unaware people are when you become aware of what's coming out of your mouth or how you react to things or you might hear someone talking about what someone did to them and how horrible that other person is and you just want to tell them like wait don't take it personally you know um so you, you start to realize you're like living in a world with people that are just have no clue about this. And that's kind of the struggle too. And it's like someone said the other day to me, it's almost like you're in on this secret and other people don't know. And you're like sitting back and just watching stuff happen. And it is very much how it feels. But, um, I definitely try to share the book with people. I've, I have about 
maybe five or so people reading it, which is cool. I mean, it's five people that wouldn't have been maybe if I didn't say something about it, but I truly think that this second agreement, I know that it's like slowly changing my life because I get to the point where I'd have like anxiety over some of this stuff and I would repeat situations over and over and over like, how could they do this? How could, but how could they, you know, and I'm finally able to, and it makes sense. Like, it's not like I, I'm just like, la-di-da, like, it doesn't matter. Like, no, things matter, but I don't let it affect me the way that I did before. I might think about it once and, you know, maybe something will irritate me, but then I'm able to just go, you know, it is what it is. Like, it's about them. It's not, it's not on me. And, uh, you can just really live a better life. At least I'm seeing that for myself and it's been... I've really felt a change definitely like in this year, 2019, I just feel like, like I can do more things, like I can be more vulnerable. I used to kind of avoid different situations or different, um, social events and stuff out of fear that like, uh, something might happen. I might get my feelings hurt. I might, um, cause I am, you know, sensitive, but, um, so I, I would like kind of avoid stuff out of fear that like I was going to get screwed over or somehow get my feelings hurt. And I've, I have now been able to say yes to more things because I'm not putting value in what other people are doing or, you know, so it's really, really, really helped me a lot. And I hope that if this is something that maybe you struggle with that you can, read the entire book, but I really hope that you can get something out of what I'm saying and out of what the book is saying, because it really is pretty amazing when you apply it into your everyday life, so, okay, if you have any questions, please feel free to message me, um, the book is free online, the YouTube, like, you can listen to the book on audio on YouTube for free, um, so you're really not out any type of money to do, you know, to read this. Um, so I think that's pretty much it. But please, please, please. And also let me know if, because I love hearing how different people interpret this. Because I've had people say things about how they read the book and how they think it applies to life in ways that I never even thought of before. Because again, like we're all in our own world and we're you know, every, it's going to apply to everyone's life in a different way. And I also wanted to mention, because he talks about in this chapter, again, about how we're all in our own world. And it's so true. One of my friends has said this to me a couple of few times, and it's something that I always go back to. And it, and it has to do with like, more so like a marriage or a relationship. It's really about like a marriage. And she said to me, you know, marriage can be hard because you have two people from two totally different worlds, from two totally different parents, um, with two totally different expectations of what it is to either be a husband or wife based on whatever they thought growing up or whatever. And it's two totally different people coming together and trying to make this whole thing work. And it's like, it's so true. And I always go back to that comment that was said. And it's just so true with everybody else in life. Like, 
every single person has this different world. We have, we all have different parents. We all come from different places. We all have different expectations of whatever we think is right. And we're all just coming together and trying to like live our lives or work in an office or, you know, go to school or what it's, so it's so true. (laughs) I just wanted to end with that, that I love that. Like we're all just coming together and trying to make this work, but um, I don't know. That's, uh, that's what I'll leave you with. So have a great day. Bye.